Hello and happy Monday, my friends. Uh, this is Amy Lee San Juan, and it is always my pleasure to welcome you back to another Cisco Champion Unfiltered episode, a Cisco Champion radio spinoff series that gives our champions a platform to have casual conversations around a variety of topics around technology, career, and other interesting stuff. Don't forget, if you like our podcast, subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Now, as we get closer to the holidays, we thought it would be timely to have a conversation around giving back to the community, how we do it, why we do it, and the ways you can too. I know here at Cisco, giving back is a big part of what we do. Our mission is to power an inclusive future that benefits not only our employees, but also our community and the entire planet. So that is what we're going to discuss today, giving back, and hopefully we inspire you to take some time this holiday season to do the same. All right, first things first, let's start off with a round of introductions uh, and get to know our crew today. Jason, let's start off with you. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we're happy to have you. Who are you? And when you're not hanging out with champions, what do you do? So I think starting off by saying I'm Batman would probably be not the way to start this. Uh, you could be Batman. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, so I'm a technical evangelist at Cisco, and I work for what we call the now the Network Experiences Team. So it was called the Worldwide Enterprise Networking Sales Team. Then it became the Worldwide IBN or Intent-Based Networking Sales Team. Now it is the Worldwide Network Experiences Team. And okay. uh, so I do a lot of conversations with customers about our technology and how it benefits and values, uh, provides value to them. And then when I'm not hanging out with the champions, I am either... Recording videos or classes for Cisco or outside for Cisco Press and Pearson, uh, as well as things like being in karate, woodworking, and just kind of chilling as much as I possibly can. Awesome. Dan, you're next, my friend. I am not Batman. Uh, I'm Dan Kelcher. I am an enterprise network, uh, enterprise network and cybersecurity solution advisor with Meridian IT. I also teach uh, teach courses with uh, Minnesota computer f computers for schools. I can't talk today, so got that going. Outside of that, try to do the occasional blogging. I probably have not done it in probably a year now, but try to get back to that sometime. Uh, so yeah, there's kind of the quick overview of me. Do you teach karate? Because I do not I... teach karate. Ah. Uh. Darn it, Nor Jason. do I teach anything Batman related <laughs> or woodworking. I do try to teach people how to chill, though. Oh, there's a class for that. <laughs> that I'd like yeah, to nominate just... a few people. <laughs> step one, sit back in your chair. Step two, do nothing else. Eat what was the ones. first step? Sit back in your chair. Got it. All right, Gerard. How about you? What do you do? Well, I am not Batman, but I am Iron Man. No, I'm just kidding. I wish I was Iron Man. That would be cool, right? <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to be Iron Man? No, but I'm Gerard Cavallinas. Uh I reside out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, home of the office, so everybody knows that. I am an IT specialist, soon to be a managed services, systems analyst, engineer, whatever my title will be that day. I am the founder of Tech House 570. You can find me on the interwebs at G Cavallinas. I started my brand because I wanted just an outlet to write and to really help people. And it's grown into something so much bigger. What's led me to a platform like this with a bunch of awesome people like you. So thank you guys and everyone for that because now I get to share my journey, my experiences. I get to be what I didn't have when I got into the industry. When I'm not writing, creating content, I'm spending time with my five beautiful children 
who I love very, very much, drive me insane, but I love them very much. My wife, I like to go out, hang out, shoot some basketball, started coaching for my son's uh, basketball league, so that's fun. And I know very little about karate, but I love Cobra Kai, so that's that's what I got. <laughs> you have a busy schedule. Oh, it never stops. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, you're up next. Who are you? That's a good question, Emily. I keep asking myself every morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, so my name's Jonathan Mahadi. Um, I'm a uh, principal at Wireless and ORF here at BHP. Um, we do a, a lot of my day job is basically standards and governance, um, supporting projects, writing standards, um, not just in wireless, but also in network space. Uh, I am neither Batman or Iron Man. I would like to think of, you know, maybe dressing up as Superman someday, you know, just to have the underwear over the pants, right? Like, I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Um, but yeah, you know, just said minute going on what Jared just said around, uh, you know, how he wants to give back. It's it's like really important for me to be able to do that as well. So like, there are smarter people in the business or you know in winning the champions than I am, and I learn from them, and hopefully they learn a bit from me. And if we can we can bring the wider community involved in that, then from a technology standpoint, that's really important. But also outside of technology, so I do a lot of DIY. Uh, one of my other main passions is actually gardening so uh lawn specifically so what we call lawn porn so yeah that's i'm looking forward to see how we go with this episode awesome you guys you guys make me smile i'm smiling here you make us smile Emily. <laughs> um so i i don't think it's a secret that my favorite part of working with champions is that you've all come quite a long way in your careers um, and it seems the majority, if not all of you, are looking for ways to engage with the larger community in a more meaningful way. Um, and Jason, I think this goes for you too as a technology evangelist. You're a champion in your own right, definitely today. Um, anyhow, onto the question. Um, I think a big part of giving back to the technical community um, absolutely includes sharing the wealth of information uh, you've picked up along the way and the experiences that have made you wiser. Are there ways that you do that today? So I, if I could, I'd like to start it off. I can definitely say, and you know, I kind of brought it up about maybe five seconds ago, but I, I've been seeing it a lot lately, this this picture, and it says, be the senior you didn't have when you were junior, like on LinkedIn and a lot of stuff. And, you know, you see it here and there, but like when you really sit down and, and just things like that, among other things, when that starts sinking into you, it's the truth. And I've been trying to do that, right? Because when I came into the industry, it was kind of this, this unspoken rule, like, Shh, don't share the information. And I think it's changed drastically, and I love it because there wasn't platforms like you know Facebook. I mean, I don't even think we had MySpace then, right? But now it's so much like the IT community is a thing, and I didn't even know about it until a few years ago. As sad as that is, I didn't know about it. But once I found it, I just I was like, this this is what I should be doing because it's not just from the technical aspect, right, and sharing that wealth of knowledge, experience, expertise, and so forth. But then you look at it from the non technical aspect, you're networking with some big time people of all different facets of life. And, you know, as Jonathan had mentioned, you know, just different backgrounds and just this, this, it's just this melting pot of awesomeness, right? And then you're helping the next generation and no matter what role, whether you're the guy pushing the help desk card or working the help desk or you're an engineer or solutions architect, like all everywhere in that range, you're now, you know, eventually once you get to that role, you're an expert and people are going to look up to you and you become a reference and a resource. And I think, and then creating the content is just like, kind of like the cherry on top, right? Now you're not just being a resource as a person and in the community. Now you have content and people can go back and how to's and it, it just fire. I love it. And that's the best part of it that I think. And Gerard, are you creating content today? Yes, I am. So I've been creating content, 
content, excuse me, come, we're coming up on two years for Tech House 570. And that was the thing, right? I just wanted an outlet. You know, everybody has a stress reliever, right? Some people play cards or cook or bake or whatever, you know, garden. I just wanted an outlet to just sit down. I took my two loves. I took technology and I took writing and, and, and you know, I married them together and the rest is history. But what it is now is as a brand and a way to, like I said, be, you know, give a platform and be there for people who are getting in of all different walks of life. I never expected that. I'm thankful. I'm blessed. I'm humble. I never like I just wanted to write to relax. And the more I was doing each piece and it was organic. Right. I noticed opportunities were coming like, wow, I'm not that bad at this because I first thing I'll, and I'm going to tell you here. I've never said this to anybody except my wife. First time since Shabby Radio, I said, I don't know. And that was to put myself I was like, who's going to read this? Right. Like, you know, it's just me. I'm just writing. And not only do people love that first blog post, they love the 30th one. They've loved the ones I did for Skyline. They love the like it's just created so many opportunities. And those opportunities have allowed me to give back in different ways, both monetarily and otherwise. And, 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 and now I've, and now there's so many other projects. So one, I got to keep secret, but like, I'm looking to do probably in the next month, I want to start doing some uh, classes, which is the first time I'm sharing that with you got with y'all here. I want to start doing some classes really, you know, sitting down and engaging more with people. I just haven't had the time, but I definitely something I put on my, in my uh, portfolio, if you will. <laughs> and I, one of the things that I think you mentioned was, when you look at the the different things we're all we're all technologists but we've got passions outside of technology and it's finding finding those how do you channel channel these different things and and put those two together and you can you can do some pretty cool stuff so that's that's one of the big things when when I started getting into the teaching space I I like to talk I like technology I can talk about technology and being able to go through and do that with uh, the the program that I'm with right now, they they work with people that are coming in from from all sorts of backgrounds. So it's not a traditional college environment. It's it's more of a kind of a working program. Get people into the into the field and and kind of get their feet wet in the the IT world. But being able to go through and and help people put together an IT career and work through what it takes to to learn the technologies. Uh, some of these people are they're they're not really computer literate. They're not necessarily coming from a, a background where they grew up with computers in the house. So it's it's working with them and really kind of developing that passion and the joy for the technology. Because when you talked about the, you know, be the senior that the, or the, what was it? Be the senior that you didn't have when you were a junior. That did, yeah. Part of this is, I'm close. Uh, <laughs> but part of this is being able to start helping people and these are the people that eventually, hopefully, will be in positions where they might be on a team with me or they might be something, somebody that I'm working with. So making sure that as they're coming into the field, they've got a good understanding of what they're doing and, and what, what it means to work in the field instead of just you know run through and go, go knock out this test and ta-da, you've got a job in IT. But really understanding what, what comes into the field and the, the hows, how we do what we do and why we do what we do. So Dan, you know, you touched on something there. You may end up actually working for them, right? So that, and that's a key thing, right? Some people are very passionate about what they do. They just don't know. They just, they don't have that exposure yet, right? And so uh, when I think of myself, I'm maturing like a fine wine. Uh, and, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm picking up all this knowledge uh, and these life skills. And like, it's not necessarily technology, right? It's about how do we deal with being under pressure, um, conflict, you know, um, just the general day-to-day -day of life, right? And it's like one thing I've learned very early on is that I need to enjoy what I do, right? I need to, like, I'm going to be working most of my lifetime. Everyone else will be. It's really important you enjoy what you do. And that's one of the things I always say to the, the grads or anyone that is working in any industry, 
um, you know, if they're looking to get involved in, let's say, technology or anything else, you know, um, even lawn care, as simple as it might be, is actually quite an addictive uh, hobby, right? So there's a lot of people like, oh, you know, love grass, you know, and that's their way to do kind of, I guess, de-stress in the day. So, yeah, it's really important that, it, you know, it's not necessarily just about a core set of skills that we have that we're experts in, but also about what we've learned along the journey. And to piggyback off that, oh, I'm sorry, piggyback off that real quick. There was an old saying, and I probably get this wrong because it's been a while since I've said it, but it was like, watch how you treat people on the way up because they're going to be the same people you see coming back on the way down. And and that, and it's just those invaluable those life things. You just, like I'm a person, as I'm sure all of you are, you just, you hear them and you just store them. Like, I remember that, you know, it's the truth. You, you know, some of these, some of these, you know, they're almost like cliche, but they're, they're very accurate. Like I saw one on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago and it says, if you're, Fortunate enough to get to the top floor, be kind enough to send the elevator back down. And you know, when I when I do, I've written a bunch of books for Cisco Press, and that's how I started getting into the teaching aspect of it. My day job is actually instruction and teaching and building videos and content for Cisco. But when I started doing the books, I didn't realize, kind of like Gerard mentioned, you know, like I didn't realize how easy it was going to flow out of me into paper because I I despised writing at the time. I wasn't like a big you know, I wasn't writing a whole bunch of stuff. I just, all of a sudden, I, I, I figured, well, some of these things I had to learn to be able to teach, and I would just teach the way I learned. And then it, it was like, if I kept it in that vein and thinking about it in that way, then it was easy for me to, you know, reiterate the information back either in paper or blogs or videos or what have you. So that was one of the first ways I started giving back from a technology perspective. And then you know, I find myself doing things where I was working for nonprofits and helping them with their IT and things of that nature. Um, when when you come to Cisco, there are some precautions you have to take in doing some of that thing. So I can't necessarily go out and work for other folks and, and work on their networks anymore, but I can educate. And that was one of the things that was really cool. I can't moonlight outside of Cisco, but I could work with Cisco Press and Pearson O'Reilly. So I, I've stayed in that vein and kind of doing that. And that's why I personally don't have a bunch of content out there because I'm, I'm not necessarily allowed to. Um, but at the same time, when you're starting to do these things and you're working on giving back, it's it's amazing to see the light bulbs go off on some of the things that you knew when you were going through it, how hard it was for you to learn, right? And then you finally can get to a point where you can articulate that to somebody. And when you start seeing light bulbs go off, and Gerard, you mentioned it again, like there are times when I put something out there and I'm like, I don't know if this is even going to get a view. And next, you know, I'm, I'm constantly getting it, uh, messages on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and all these different platforms about thanking me for all these things that I've done. And at the time, I'm like, I, I, you, you really don't know until you take that leap of faith by putting yourself out there, if, you know, if anybody's even going to pay attention or listen. But at the same time, if I get one person, if I get one person and they're, they were pulling their hair out like I, like I was, I mean, I used to have a flowing head of hair and then I got an IT and I got uh, pulled it all out. But, uh, you know, if, if I can help one person get through something that was very difficult or might be challenging and inspire them, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm in the, so, the Jason, right field. So, right? Jason, how does that make you feel, though, right? That's like, like gold. Right, yeah? Like Doesn't gold, it? yeah. Like yeah. knowing that you've helped someone, it's you know, incredible. and it might be as simple as taking someone out for a cup of coffee when you can see they're visibly under strain, right? And just like supporting them that way. Or... You know, uh, we t I think we talked about it earlier when we were giggling like school children, um, uh, you know, just helping <laughs> other people that aren't technologists, right? Even just like friends of friends, you know, just give that little bit like 
every chip away at it, right? A little bit every day makes you feel feel better in yourself, right? And just, I guess that's one thing that has always been hard and it's like it's taken me a long time to learn as well is trying to stay positive, right? Because, but like I'm a, like a sponge myself. If the, if I'm in a toxic environment, you know, I'm going to take that in as well, right? So I'm like, it, be, it becomes very difficult to, to work in, right? Whereas if you're trying to be positive, even if you do have your bad days, you know, a bit of a smile, you know, or acknowledgement, you know, I'm not having a good day and, you know, I'm going to take a day off this kind of thing, you know, not just not bring it home or not bring it into the office is really important. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Using your, I mean, that's the thing, using your platform to do something to help give back is, is, is outrageous. I mean, that's one of the biggest things to do is, I mean, when I started writing these books, that got me an opportunity to start being able to do these classes and teaching. Which and then Gerard knows I've been doing these giveaways and, and giving away some of these books because I'm, I'm trying to help folks learn. But then that spawned into something where we created something called TechBookshelf.com and we're still building it. So if you go to the website, there's nothing there right now. That's awesome. Where everybody out there who has already gone through their CCNP books, their whatever books they might have, uh, they can hmm. donate them to this Tech Bookshelf for folks That's who awesome. need, need this content who can't afford it and. I mean, I've been working with Cisco Press, talking to them about it. I, you know, internally we're doing different things, but and not just Cisco. I mean, just for something you want to learn, send it. And 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 like I did a, a giveaway with Open Gear a few weeks back, or actually now probably about a month or so back. And I was giving away books, and they they stuffed backpacks with different things and swag, and then they helped ship and deliver these books out to to the winners. Spoiler alert: those book bags are dope because I won one. See, and he did. He won four <laughs> books. Uh, so congrats again on that. Uh, but by doing that, you're, you're getting folks to partner with you and, and sponsor helping giving back. And I think that's the thing. It's like if you have a blog, if you have whatever it may be, you use your own vehicle to just give what you have to give back. And I think just seeing people light up and, and learn about it, yeah. that is the, 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 the light bulb event. moment's amazing, right? Yeah. And then, that's the and what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about it? Like, you know, we were, we were all grads at one point or, you know, newbies in the industry. And, you know, I, I when I reflect, you know, there's a really like I think about what you're talking about, right? And I reflect on the people that changed my life over the years, like like not just from a technology side, but also like from a foundational kind of side to make me who I am, which might be, uh, you know, slightly insane, but that's okay. But that's just my nature, right? So like all of that, like it's so important. And from a technical standpoint, when I think about some of the people that I started with, you know, I, I came from a telecom background. I moved from from Ireland to Australia, had to restart my career from the ground up, you know, worked for a small integrator, was given the opportunity to, you know, find my feet again, right? Worked my way through that, started here at BHP, had a deity who looked after me for for, forever, right? You know, and um, got me through the hard times initially uh, uh, under a contract uh, as part of a contractor engagement and then like became a full-time employee and like, i haven't looked back since you know and like i really enjoy the culture here is so good and i really enjoy what i do and the fact that i can internally give back in a, in a manner that's meaningful to me and i get those quick things like yesterday i did a grad presentation and i had some people come back to me it's like oh i want to do more networking now right and these people are geos geoscientists right they're smarter than i am right they're, they're mad mathematical uh, mathematicians and can do like geometry and all this kind of stuff i haven't breeze what they're talking about half the time but if I can make that light bulb moment hap- happen, you know, it, they're, they're, they're like a credit to themselves and would be a valued um, member to the community, right? 
And if I could circle back real quick to what the both of you were saying, there's two things I wanted to really like bring up. So the first one was that organicness, right? So it's not like when you're making content or a blog or videos, YouTube, whatever, it's natural. So for example, I, about a few months ago, I wrote a piece on a tool I hadn't used in a long time. Cause again, no matter what role you are in, in life, you will always see those help desk tickets. For example, my wife calls me and goes, my computer has a virus. Did you click on that thing I told you to click on? Yes. Okay. So I'm working on it and I've been complimented by AJ and Tim, fellow champions. And it's awesome because they're just like, how do you just, and it's just, I'm fortunate. And some people can, I just, it flows to me, right? I'm sitting there and I fixed it and I get it all done. I'm like, you know what? I haven't used this tool since like I worked at retail. This is awesome. And then I structure it and I write it out. And again, great feedback. And it's a tool that people may not have known and also doubles as a way. Okay. If you do have an infected machine, do this, get it off the network. Like it's just that extra resource, right? The second thing is in taking pride, right? In what you do and people show. So the best piece of advice I ever got. Now I altered it years later in my, in my older wisdom. haha. Take just as much pride in what you're doing as you would in cleaning the toilet bowl. Now that sounds pretty silly, right? But think about it. So, okay, you could fix computer. You could build out probably one of the most secure SD-WAN solutions, tighten up this beautiful network. Before you do any of that, go clean the toilet bowl. That thing should shine. Like you, like the cartooner goes ding, like it should shine because there's no reason you can't take just as much pride in doing things of that nature, taking your garbage can. Take pride in stuff like that because if you take pride in something like that, then you'll take pride in everything. And that stuff I test to my mom because she showed me that. It's not just, again, I, and that's if you have one mentality and you really carry that with you, you take it everywhere. And that's just what I've done. That's what I'm trying to teach my kids, you know, because that's important. So that's, that's, I guess, like, just to touch on that, if anyone is listening to this, which I'm presuming there will be lots of people, because <laughs> this is what we do it for, uh, to give back. But, um, you know, for anyone that is listening, you know, I guess the main pointer for me that I've learned is stay positive, right? Be positive, be, be you, be positive. And then, you know, take that leap of faith, you know, start, start something. Do, if, even if you write a blog and there's loads of spelling mistakes or whatever, put it out there, right? Because it's rep uh, re repetition, right? You, you start working you start um, learning how to do it and, and learning how, off other people, you know, no one's going to, you know, no one's going to give out to you for uh, putting a blog up there, right? Or if you want to do a video or, and same, like if you want to do a presentation at work, I'm terrified half the time giving presentations. I don't know how people are going to react, but I do it because I know there are people that were like me when I started, hadn't a clue what they wanted to do or struggled in what they were trying, um, what they were assigned to do. And, you know, if I can give a little bit back and as we say, get, get that spark going, for one person, that's 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 a big thing for me. All right. Good advice. All right. Another question. Um, I think, you know, being in tech, and we, we're talking a lot about technology. Um, we often look through that lens. Um, but there are so many ways to get back to the community that aren't necessarily tied to tech or educating on tech. Are there any nonprofits that you guys particularly like to volunteer your time for? Any plugs? It's called the Old Bridge Militia Foundation. So for anybody out there who's listening to this, they probably know by now that I'm sort of a metalhead. Uh, and I, I have partnered <laughs> with this group called the Old Bridge Militia Foundation, and they are the only group to be able to legally use Metallica's lettering. Because when Metallica started and they went from San Francisco over to New Jersey, they played in this guy's basement. This guy literally had anthrax slayer and metallica when it was dave mustaine in his basement 
His name is Metal Joe. Shout out to him. He's a great person. They created a nonprofit to give back for kids who need music instruments and lessons. And they are endorsed and sponsored by Metallica. And I have got them in Bright Funds within Cisco. So every time I donate time for them or donate money that it, it, it gets matched and things of that nature, I think it's a wonderful, a wonderful nonprofit to give the ability to learn music to kids who can't necessarily afford the lessons or the instruments. So that is probably one of the biggest ones that I, I work with now. And then uh, I'm actually debating on kicking around. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying this making my own nonprofit. Uh, I haven't done it yet because I think there's some stuff I have to go through to do it, but, uh, and that could in, entail a whole bunch of different things, right? I mean, I, I bought a farm and it sounds so funny, but I bought a farm like four minutes from here and I want it to be like an outdoor community center for the area. So we're talking about like teaching karate classes, woodworking classes, things of that nature. Um, there's trails for four wheelers and all these different things where we're going to do like haunted trail rides. There's just a whole bunch of different things we're trying to do for the community. And they don't have anything like that here. Drive a movie theater, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm debating on turning that into a nonprofit so I can do something for the area and then, you know, just kind of watch it organically grow. To Gerard's point, just watch it turn into something. Um, and then maybe if I, if I dream big enough, actually, uh, we're going to make it an outdoor concert venue as well. And my plan would be to see if I can get some of the old bridge folks to bring their students out and do concerts uh, in in the venue. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, but I've been working on that for about the last half a year now. And uh, it's we'll see. I mean, anything we can do to give back. And like I said, it's not just technology related. Obviously, we'll have technology components to it. But the concept of just taking anything you are good at that you think that you can share with someone, putting in lawns, doing whatever, vegetable gardens for the community, anything, uh, any strength you have, there's somebody out there who wants to hear about it. And this is what this is all about, is a platform to give back in any way you can. Absolutely, Jason. And like, unfortunately, uh, I'm back kind of traveling again. So like, I don't get too involved for non-for-profits, but when I am normally at home and I'm not really being really busy as usual, um, I generally like will try to help out around the community, right? So like, you know, my neighbors, you know, like I do a lot of DIY, right? So, you know, I just tackle that. Um, for lawn, as I mentioned, I do a lot of support around lawns, but on Facebook, right? So like I help people with their <laughs> with their lawns. I know it sounds ridiculous, but anyway, I love a green lawn. So if anyone wants any tips on how to, how to care for their lawn, especially in Australia where there's like lots of sand, right? So you need to, anyway, there's a whole thing around it. Um, I get very excited about lawn and wireless. It's I, I love that. Right? I love that. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> but anyway, they're, they're like, I, yeah, I, you know, Jason, I, I need to take a leaf from your book and I'm sure there's other people that get involved in non-for-profits. I just never really thought of it that way. Right. And I guess this is part of the, having this chat. So the, the group that I actually work with from a, a teaching standpoint, one of the things that they do, and I, I know you said not really tech, but tech is that's, that's in my blood. One of the things that they do is they it's Minnesota Computers for Schools. So they they will take and refurbish computers from businesses in the area. So, hey, somebody's doing a, a new PC rollout. Take the old computers, basically do a, a refresh on them, get them out to schools. At the start of the pandemic, one of the big things that they did was as as students were working from or taking classes from home, people may not have computers in the home. 
So they would they were working on trying to get you know these are the students how do we get tech into into houses so that these kids are able to continue continue the education process and it, I mean the the time that we're in you know when I was a kid we didn't have computers in the house like that was a big deal you were the first kid with the computer on the block that was a big deal now it's it for a lot of people it's kind of a, a presumption that you do and that's that's not always the case so being able to get access to technology is a big deal. And I mean, I will happily admit prior to actually finding out that a company like that existed or a nonprofit like that existed, I have stacks of old hardware that was just sitting there and it was like, wait, I can actually take this and put it to good use. So I, I loaded up a car full of stuff and brought it down and dropped it off. Uh, like I said, the, the place that I work with, they're, they're out of Minnesota. From what I understand, there's similar organizations, I presume throughout the country and probably throughout the world. So can't give you a long list of whatever might be close, but if you've got old gear, there's there's definitely going to be local companies or local groups that can, number one, refresh it and put it into the right hands instead of, you know, take it to like Best Buy or somewhere where they're just going to try and rip it apart for scrap and sell the pieces, put it into something where, where it will benefit the community. Yeah, because my it's funny. So I'm on the advisory board for the Career Technology Center, which that's my vocational school around here. I will forever say that place is my home away from home. That's what got me into IT was I'm a Votech kid, right? And they we partner with a lot of business. I'm on the board, and they would just you know donate their old equipment. Now they have a new you know network rack and older gear, just so the kids can have hands on experience and get way more again because they rebuilt the whole lab two years ago, and it's awesome. But I mean, as far as like a lot of not like last year, we didn't really get to do a whole lot. But for me, again. My my two oldest, it's imperative that like I take them to soup kitchens and show them how to volunteer and donate their time and take their time. So, but one profit that or one nonprofit that I am a part of, it is technology related, but it's called IT Drac. And IT Drac was actually something I got turned on to by AJ Murray, another fellow champion. And they do deployments all around the world. You can volunteer your time. And it could be anything from they have like deployment kits similar to like the Cisco TAC ops vehicle. And they go around all over wherever there's natural disasters or, you know, global events and things of that nature. And they, they donate their time. You could be putting up, you know, wireless APs in the library. Uh, there's just a multitude of projects, which is really cool. And I didn't get to do a deployment yet. But when I do, I'm going to come back and share that with you guys. Because when I joined, they're like, hey, we have a deployment. And the very next or the, I think it was the same day or next day we had a baby. So it was like. Yeah, I got to have the baby, Um, but that was cool. But one I am working on, because a big thing too with, with the Tech House 570 brand and like all of that is I want to have partnerships, both technical and non-technical, right? And one of them that I'm still kind of trying to work on, well, I have a few of them, but one, two big ones I'm trying to work on or, is with the Lung Cancer Association of America, I believe. And that one's really important because I lost my mom two years ago to lung cancer. So like if there's a way I can give back to that, and there's a way I could do something there. And like, that's like, I, like, it's like you have to, you know, like I really, that's important. The other one's a stretch, right? So I've always thought it's amazing with all the people in the world, not, not celebrities, just everyone, right. Who do like the make a wish. And I'd love to do something like that. You know, once I get this bigger and I will, I want to do something like that because I think that's like invaluable. You know, you look at, all the people that donate or, or not donate, but like, you know, grant those wishes and be a wish granter. And you just, it puts everything into perspective. If it's not already, you look at those situations and it really puts it into perspective. So that, that's definitely a must on my list. All right. Shall we get into inspiration? We weren't there already. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, you guys inspire <laughs> me. But but I, I think we all have a person or maybe many people that have helped uh, – give us a leg up in life, right? Or helped inspire or mentor you in the early stages of your career. Um, and perhaps this person inspired you to remember that when you made it, to make sure you always gave back in some way. Who was that person or people for you? The, right. And that's like such a, you know, inevitable, like an open-ended question because there is so many. I mean, I can think of, I've already thought of like 20, but I can definitely say, you know, number one's my mom. There's no, like, she will forever... You know, I like the things and it's just it's just who mothers are, right? Like they teach you things whether you want to know or whether you don't want to know. But the cool part about all of it is, is that it always comes back, right? Like I'm 33 right now and you don't think about when she was telling me something like 18. I'm like, ah, I'm never going to do that. And like now you're doing it or you're thinking about it. And she just had such a big impact. And she was, you know, she struggled with a lot of stuff. And she said, you know, if you don't, you know, you want better for yourself. I want that for you, too. But I want you to know you got to bust your, your butt and you got to work hard and you got to grind and, you, and you'll get it if you want to be somewhere better or somewhere different. So I accredit her to like for good, for better, or worse. I, she is a big factor into who I am as a person. She made me she was a big role, like 99 percent of who I am is because of her. There's no question about that. I'll go next, I think. So actually, I agree with Jared, right? So like parents are kind of like the main people who mold you into kind of who you are, right? So like for myself, uh, my father uh, it, um, is retired now, but he's a bioengineer, which is like he looks after the ICU equipment, right, for many years and like he evolved from that. But when I do clearly remember being five years old and going to this like building where there was like bits of electronics everywhere and I've always, like I always said I wanted a computer so yeah, that that kind of kicked me off into that uh, kind of space. But that you know, as I've gone through my career, I, you know, as Jared said, there's, like and I said it as well, there's many people. It's very hard to like point out a single person. You know, you just meet these people that just give them give you their their time and patience, right? To to step you through whatever's going on, or you know, to be that friend or colleague who you can use as a pillar if you're having like a bad time uh, or or whatever, and that's super important um and then as i said the last piece then would be culture within your own company that you're working in right you need to make sure that you're happy in your space and you're given that opportunity to be able to give back i guess i i'll say even when you look at the the various influences i think there's a lot of things where there were people that might have just a, a statement where it just kind of changed changed the course of of life uh, in my teenage years, I had never thought about an, a career in IT. I, I actually was looking at getting into like architecture, like building architecture. And there was a guy that I was working with and just through course of conversation, he was like, I think I'm going to build a computer. Wait, you can, you can do that. Like you can, you can build your own computer. And it was just that, that kind of off the cuff conversation. And I started digging into it and looking into it because it, at the time in, in high school, there really weren't computer classes. There wasn't, you know, the, there wasn't Netacad and the stuff that we have now. So it, it really was just kind of that that remark that made me kind of like I, I started this dial up Internet looking up how to build a computer and back in the dip switch days and all that stuff. And it was like this all of a sudden I, I didn't even know this was a, a career path. And it was it wasn't anything big. It wasn't, you know, some big aha moment where, where somebody was like, hey, I bestow upon you. But it was just that offhand comment that, hey, all of a sudden the wheels got turning. And 20 years later, I'm I'm still having a blast in this field from what was what was basically water cooler talk. 
you know, it's funny you say that because I, you know, I, I, you have to, you have to sh do the shout out to your mom. My mom, uh, my mom passed away February fifth, two thousand three, and uh, I was, I was fortunate enough to to be with her right before she went. And uh, one of the things that she had said to me, and I was going for my CCIA at the first time, uh, and I said, you know, I didn't make it, you know, I didn't pass, and uh, she just looked looked at me and she said, try harder. And uh, it was one of those things where that like cut right through me all the way down to my core. Um, so she said, try harder. And I was just like, okay. And um, she ended up passing that next day. And, you know, I, it took me a while. But I eventually continued down that path to get the CCIE. Um, but another, another person who was there for me that I could call out, his name is Jim Cook. He's, he was the networking instructor for when I went to my, you know, after, you know, getting kicked out of high school kind of phase and then going to uh, a vocational school for what would have been at the time, a plus computer repair technician, you know, for when you're talking windows, windows three X and uh, DOS and dip switches and jumper settings and visa and ISAs and all this other good stuff. And, um, and then my uh, CNA in Novell for 411 B. Uh, so as a certified network administrator, I was going to school for all those and he was my instructor. And, he was he was just I don't know he's probably like six years older than me I think it is maybe seven, uh, but he's he's just one of those folks that you you meet in life that I call him the wizard because he can do there's I don't think there's anything he can't do he's just one of those folks and he's so articulate and he always helps me think about things and the advice he gives is really always relevant you know it's relevant you know and um, he always had my back and as the years went by I decided I was going to go do the Cisco thing. And uh, here now he got out of IT and he's a financial person and I trust the guy with my life. So he's my financial guy now as well. So if you talk about somebody who follows along with you, I think I was 17, 16 years old when I met this guy and um, I'm much older than that now. <laughs> um, but he's had my back for, for the whole long haul. So um, shout out to him as well. And there's a lot, there's a lot after that, but obviously those are the early Early I think we could do an episode just on that alone, but like, Absolutely. and I'm not going to go too long into this, but you know, it's, it's funny because my mom's a big part of the reason why I'm even a Cisco champion. Right. And I wrote a piece about it and I put my heart, soul as in everyone, as I do in everyone I write, but I really put my heart into it. So if you, if ever, even anybody, you know, ever was listening to this, check that out because it was a few years ago. Right. And I'm still in it. I didn't meet my, my wife yet. Like none of that. And I'm just doing my thing and I'm helping people, but I didn't know how. And it was kind of like that piece of what she said. And then, you know, seeing, okay, look at this, this community, there's this content creators again. And I brought it together because she asked me, it was like, she passed two years ago and she asked me, she's like, are you going to apply for it? I said, not this year. No, she's like, why not? And I was just like, I'm just like, you know, sitting here and again, maybe, and I'll admit it, maybe it's a, a slight hint of imposter syndrome because I am humble, but it's just, I'm like, you know, I'm here, like these guys are, these, these guys, there's CCIEs, CCIEs, like, what am I going to do? Like, it's no way, right? I didn't have a blog. I didn't, I had the LLC for, I had nothing. That's actually quite funny. The CCIE thing, right? So like, it's just a number of people. We're not gods. I don't know everything. I, I actually, far, I'm very far from knowing everything. It's just honestly just a number. It's how you deal with yourself, and um, yeah, I guess yeah, you're right, Jared. Like that, how inspirational is that? I mean, I'm definitely going to read that blog post today. It, so. it took me a little bit, and it wasn't even just like that. It was just like you know, the solutions architects. Like, yeah, one day I'm, I'm going to be one. On my life, I will be one. But like right now, I'm like, 
I'm doing, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I'm a generalist and, it, you know, you don't see it that way. Like looking at it like two, three years ago. Right. But then she asked me again because she lives down in Norfolk, Virginia. And like it was literally like a month, maybe a few weeks or so before she passed. And she's like, are you going to apply for it? I was like, man, I was like, maybe next year, you know. And then when she went, you know, I went through all that stuff. But then that's when it is. And it hit me and I, and I dialed back. And then it all started, like, falling into place naturally, right? Like, I created this and I started making the content. And I connected with the community. and met all these awesome people. And then I went for it. And, like, that's each step. That's what I love. It's like, it's all, I, you know, the best I've ever heard, the best line I'm saying, it's all about the journey, right? I've heard it more often than I could count in the last almost two years. And it's the truth. Where your journey's going to take you, no one knows. You don't know what from one day to the next, but just enjoy the ride. Try harder, right? <laughs> That's it, man. Choo-choo. <laughs> so, throw kind of a, what hopefully will probably be a quick question out, but as we're probably getting close to wrapping this up, we've talked a lot about the different things that we've done and the opportunities that we've had over the years. As people are listening to this, any advice that anybody wants to throw out for what what to do what does it mean to give back what where can people start because i mean we've got a guy that writes books and does we've got all sorts of different stuff here but we've talked about a lot where would where would you suggest people start your time if i could (laughs) if i could start with one thing keep it quick because again we could elaborate forever but utilize your time wisely if you can give something somebody if you can give anything to anyone in the world that's so valuable outside of money or gifts or Give them your time because your time is something once you give it, you can't get it back. And whether it's one minute, 100 minutes, hours, days, months, whatever, when you're investing that into somebody, again, be it you're, you're mentoring them, you know, professionally or personally, or you're trying to help somebody in a not so great situation to get to a better situation. In. And again, you see those hints of, oh, this was this is where I was. Give them your time. Time's invaluable. You don't need it back. But again, when you invest it and then in situations, as you guys have mentioned, y'all have mentioned, it's it's awesome when you, it's not just how you feel, but then you see the, you know, results and those results are then those people thriving and doing better and well in life. Yeah. My advice is your, your passion is infectious, right? So find something that you really enjoy and it doesn't matter how good you are or bad you are because it might spark an idea. And so just to build on what Jared said, yeah, give, find time to give it to people but spark a, spark a conversation, right? Even a randomer. Sometimes I do that, right? I'll be on a plane just giggling away. I'll be just laughing about some topic. But like, I can, like, even then, I fix people's problems on the wild. So you probably don't want to sit beside me on a plane. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Be, uh, you know, if you've got something that you're passionate about, share it. You know, I, I would say that the other thing is that, you know, one of the pieces of advice that my dad always gave me, and, and I get this quite a bit, especially when we're talking about careers and giving back and, and helping folks study for, for education for their own jobs and such, is find something you are, like just like you said, Jonathan, find something you're passionate about first, then find a way to make money at it. Because it seems like with IT, especially certification, Cisco, everybody wants to make the money first without figuring out if they even enjoy it or like it first. So that's one major thing. And one other piece of advice, and it goes to kind of Gerard's point as far as using your time wisely, why put, don't put off things, you know, to tomorrow that you can get done today. Just don't. You might be 15 minutes up longer, you know, getting one thing done or finishing a blog post or writing something down or even cleaning up your living room or whatever it may be, starting with those little things, getting that toilet bowl clean, right? Don't put off tomorrow things that you can get done today. Because then tomorrow comes with its own set of challenges, and then you don't—you're not getting into that downward spiral of feeling overwhelmed, and then you're more free to give what you have to other folks to help them out. 
Dan is a great question. Quality question. Well, I have one quick question, and then, like, then, uh, you know, I think we'll we'll start wrapping this up. But if there is one tip that you can give to anyone, and be it technical or non-technical, it kind of piggybacks a little off dance. But if there is one piece of advice you can give to anyone out there listening to this, again, whether you're a seasoned pro, getting in the industry, technical or non-technical, what would you give to them? So I'm gonna take. I'll take a stab first, and I'm gonna. We're gonna go kind of a technical route. We've kind of touched on this a little bit, and just kind of even answer my previous question a little bit. Documentation. We've talked a lot about creating content. We talked about blog posts, things like that. Just take the time. If you're, I, I somebody mentioned this. It might have been you, Gerard. Where if you're working with something and you're struggling with something, take take a couple minutes and write it down. Number one, the number of times where I've I've come across something I wrote down and oh yeah. I, I spent a day and a half trying to figure that out before it takes me now, you know, two minutes to run through what I wrote down, but also then taking that and just, if you've got an internal wiki or if you've got an internal, you know, knowledge base or whatever it might be, you can help other people. If you put it out on a, a blog or something else, you're taking that knowledge. And I, I think it was maybe Gerard or somebody else had mentioned this, but when you spend days or hours or whatever it might be trying to figure something out, the, when you can put that out and somebody else can can pick it up and run with it, they're not banging their head on their keyboard trying to figure it out. I mean, I I half of the reason why I am where I am in my career is because other people have done that. I mean, I've I've got the DevNet Associate book sitting on my my shelf, and the reason why I was able to get through that was because people before me took the time, they wrote it down, I was able to read through it. It's it's that the way that we share information. And again, it starts with a, a blog post or a, a KB article or whatever it might be. But you start scaling that over time, over years, and it, it really adds up. For me, it's, for me, it's simple. Keep like Be positive, right? Be happy in yourself. Remember, you've only got one life. And I know we work a lot. But, you know, if you can if you can be like, like I'm extroverted, right? Everyone know, will know that here. But like, you know, there's people that are introverted that will not want to talk. And you know necessarily share, and it's okay to be. It's okay to be that. Be happy in yourself, right? Be positive, and you know if you if you do though feel like you can do something for someone else, imagine what that's unlocking for them, not just for you. So, yeah, be positive. Introverts can be positive. We're happy people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Introverts We're, unite so, alone. So what We're my t- p- my piece of advice? I actually have advice. Um, you guys are gonna laugh at this, but. Um, and this is going to go down the technical route. Apply to be a Cisco champion. <laughs> so applica- applications are going to be opening soon. And I encourage you, uh, surround yourself with incredibly intelligent, humble, and sometimes funny people. Um, we have a lot of fun. So it- it's-, it's a good first step to being inspired to give back. We're a bunch and of you've got the rest of us. I, I do have one piece that I think that it's not it's not really advice. It is advice that I live by, but it's actually a quote that I heard years ago, and I don't know where I got it or who who said it, but don't give up what you want the most for what you want at the moment. All right? That's huge. Does that make sense? I mean, you know, you never trade what you want the most for what you want at the moment. So essentially you're working towards if you want to be a CCIE or you want to go do something, don't trade off going out to the bar and having some some rounds or whatever you might be doing to give up on your long-term goal. Always have your long-term goal front and center and never never cheat yourself on that journey. So I try to live that way. It's tough. It's tough, but I try my best to live that way. Jason, I'm pretty sure I said that. 
<laughs> really? I, I am the wise woman. I paper that is older than probably everybody on this call. So. <laughs> I am very wise. You got to work to live, not live to work. That's it. That's I actually it. do say that a lot, Gerard. It's, 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 it's the truth. on self, inward, and upward is what I say. Like really internalize things and then move on. That's, that's the it's amazing how we all kind of like eventually gravitate towards the same inner self, right? Like, you know, you have to, you know, there's more... Yeah, your life you're you know you've got one life and you you have to enjoy it and you know make sure you're surrounded by people that you you know want to, want to live with so spend your time important. wisely spend your time wisely my my piece that i will say is this and it, this is applicable i feel professionally or personally always and this i mean we've all heard it but always be the hardest worker in the room right like be that sponge you know don't if you're not sure of something again, because it, it's not just necessarily technical, but in life, if if you have opportunity an opportunity or opportunities to learn something, just sponge it in. Especially if it, you know, and it's becoming more common. But if you get those opportunities to really mentor someone in any space, just take that ball and run with it. And that's that's what I feel again. That, you know, in anything you do, you take that ball and run with it. If someone gives you one opportunity, right? Because they they you know, especially in the world we live in, they don't always come, you know, a mile a minute. But if you get that one opportunity, seize it. And run with it because the re- the rewards you'll 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 reap and benefit afterwards again. It, it's just it's indescribable. But you, when you feel it, you know. Wow, I think this might be my favorite episode of Cisco Champion Unfiltered, officially. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you listening in today, uh, and a special thank you to our champions and our guest for being a part of today's episode. Um, And of course, another reminder, please subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio wherever you're listening to us. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. See you next Monday.